0: What does motion sound like? With Hands free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks.
1: Welcome to Rex Factor. This week, Alfred the Great. Featuring your hosts, Graham Duke and Ali Hood. So, welcome back to Rex Factor. Hello. Uh, Alfred the Great Graham. I've um, done no research. Extensively done no research. Yeah, I've, I've made sure to do absolutely none. What, what have you got? Well, this is our, this is our first
0: sort of proper podcast, as it were. The last time we just did backgroundy stuff. This is the first time we've got a
1: king... We've got yeah. We've got a king to rex factors. We've got our different categories. If we go over those once more. What have we got?
0: Battleliness and warfare. Yeah, important. Not- notoriety and scandal. Lovely. Uh, subjectivity. C- clarification. Would you want to be a subject yes. to that king? Yes. And yeah. then how long they ruled and how many children they had. Important. And for the first three, we'll get. I think if we if we did it out of a hundred, we could have fifty points each. So they yeah, like just... Yeah, and then... Like that and the other ones are just Rex facts. Factor, if we have that. If they have the Rex factor or not.
1: Yes, the others are just facts, I see what we mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good. So alpha is... So, and unless you were oh. a particularly uh, uh, virile, you might never get 100 points.
0: Um, well, length depends, of rain, length of rain. Depends which, uh, which factor we're going in, in terms of reality. Huh? Well, you might associate reality with the children's side of things. Yes. Which would be impressive if anyone did get 100. Yes,
1: though I forgot about length of brain. This is probably an off air conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's that people love. All well, our many, many listeners who haven't yet had the chance to listen. But who shall? Who yes. shall,
0: imminently. So, we should probably do a little bit, tiny more background to Alfred. Background Because we got up riffing. to the 9th century, but we didn't actually do the 9th century up till Alfred. Okay, I'm ready. Hit There's me. Hit me. The important facts. chap called Egbert.
1: Nice. He Why was, does that name not catch
0: on? These things should. Maybe that's one of the crimes of the Normans. Yeah, they took away they the They stole Got enough
1: Williams. Where are the Embers? <laughs>
0: Indeed. Yeah. He was uh, King of Wessex from 802 to 839, so a very long time. Okay. And he was one of those Bretwalder people who are like the kings of one kingdom, but they kind of have rulership over all the others a bit as well. And it's him that really ends the Mercian dominance. So previously, Mercia, if you recall, yes. Offa and his Dyke. Yeah. Very powerful. But then. Uh, Along comes Egbert, uh, defeats the Mercians in the Battle of Ellendon.
1: Nice. Not quite a total
0: conquest, bit of a conquest, but then they're kind of rivals for a while, so they're fighting amongst themselves, so who rules Kent, Surrey, Stanglia, and, I'm afraid, Essex. Mm. Who wouldn't want to rule Essex? Well, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and they're also starting to fight off the uh, the Danish invaders, as we would call the right. Vikings. Good. So he dies in 839, and then along comes Eithwulf, Another one of those names. <laughs> so quite coarse. Oh, just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Who uh, was king of Wessex from 839 to 856, and he is Alfred's father.
1: Okay. What's his name? Ethwald. Eithwolf.
0: Ethwald. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or Ethwulf. He's one of the. What's the A and the E where it's one
1: letter? It sucks, Again, didn't think. catch on. Really, did it? No no, no. no. Sadly lost. Just yeah.
0: Anyway, so he's king. Alfred's his son, but it's very unlikely that Alfred will actually ever become king, because Alfred is the fifth son. Ah. So there are four sons, all older than TV? Alfred. Well... <laughs> battle? Well, yes, battle, yeah, yeah. essentially. Okay. One of them predeceases deceases Right. But uh, all the others become king. Okay. And they just all die, one after the other. With no up, kids. No kids. And then Alfred pops along. Yeah.
1: Does his, takes his takes it there and then. Okay, and so what date have we got for Alfred? So,
0: talk. he's actually king, 871 to 899. So it's 20, 28 years... Yeah. It's, it's not too, too bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. But he has a, an interesting little life. We don't know too much about his early years. Apparently he played games such as balls, <laughs> hoops, dog racing, ice skating and swimming. What
1: a legend. <laughs> Indeed. And actually I've got a play some playing cards here and he is the Ace of Diamonds.
0: Indeed, because I got from I believe the early 90s Heritage Toy Games Limited.
1: Yeah, that, English That Heritage famous cards. Uh, toy company. Yeah.
0: Did a whole series of... Uh, Kings and Queens cards, so we can now visualize what Alfred looks like.
1: <laughs> Did you just put this on the top? I thought that was a lucky stroke. No, he's
0: actually it's in chronological order. Oh. You'll notice the pattern.
1: Oh that's it. That's it. Yeah. There she is, Elizabeth II. perfect. Right at the okay.
0: end. It's an odd picture because He's got his one hand forward in a slightly Nazi pose, yeah. and the yeah. other arm doesn't appear to exist at all.
1: No, is that fact? Are you going to hit me with a fact that
0: this? That's just a very strange depiction. Okay. Right. No portraits, of course.
1: Okay, that's your first fact. He you wasn't can put one it, arm.
0: Put it up on the, uh, the website. I'll put it up on the
1: website. Yeah. Much like last week when I was busy trying to describe the counties of England, we'll put that up there. as Yeah, I? all these pictures. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, he would have been home in a sort of a roving royal court, so they, kind of like they had for later kings. They wouldn't have been in one place; they'd been moving around yeah. all the time. Yeah, but he was there. Age of four, he goes off to Rome on a pilgrimage. Cool, indeed.
1: Well, he's Busy young chap.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pope Leo the Fourth is made his grandfather. Uh, what not grandfather? <laughs> godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it's different. That, would, that I? would be pretty scandalous. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when he goes back, he tells people all about it, including a chap called Switham. you will recognise from St Switham's day. Yes. Switham,
1: if it rains and all that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was him. He was around at the time of Alfred. Well, there you go. What did he do? He said, hey, what happened in Rome? (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. he went, it was great. Pope turned out to be my grandfather. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes back in 855 (laughs) with his dad. Leo IV is dead at this point. Oh, no. And there's another little interesting tidbit of a legend. Yeah. He's replaced by a legend of Pope John the Joan, who was allegedly a woman with a beard uh, uh, that got elected <laughs> Pope, Pope. John
1: the Joan. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I'm not sure if it really <laughs> happened. <laughs> anyway, um,
0: later on, 868, he gets married, but uh, to a woman called Elswith.
1: Mm. Again, mm. one of those names. But so yeah, he gets like ill
0: at the wedding feast.
1: Yeah.
0: Mysteriously. And then he's very ill throughout his life. He's quite a sickly chap. Which is surprising for someone who's rules of 28 years. It's called the Great. But
1: he's actually a bit of a... I'm just realising where I've heard this for... Have you? Bernard Cornwell books.
0: He did a series of book. Actually, so you've me. done more Yes, so I've done more worked. I can't say
1: to have done none now. Back in Damn. the game. Back in my box. <laughs>
0: uh, there were fears at the time of curses and witchcraft that was reckoned he probably had Crohn's disease. Which one's that? Uh, that's I think it's like kidney, something with kidneys mm-hmm. is wrong. Okay. And it hurts, mm. and you feel a bit sick and weak and stuff. Mm.
1: Apologies if you do have that, and we've underplayed it. It's <laughs> <true. Yeah. laughs> so I'm scary. sure it's <laughs> terrible. But you know, you were showing it with a, someone with the name the Great. So, Indeed, yeah. Alfred. Yeah. Which is a name which has survived.
0: That has. Affairs. Well,
1: it hasn't survived this past 50 years too well, but generally it's carried on. Yeah. There are Freds. There are Freds. Freds. Alfred, Al- yeah, I knew an Alfred at school, I to take it back. Was yeah. he Alfred the Great?
0: No, so well, that, I'm sure he was. To that say. aspect of the sure, name perhaps hasn't yeah. survived him so well. Yeah. But um, we know most of the stuff about Alfred from a chap called Asser, was a Welsh bishop, who wrote a sort of biography of Alfred, yeah.
1: which
0: is why we've got lots of stuff, and it's a bit disputed whether it was a genuine thing or not. Generally, people think it probably was. But anyway, but he said he has been plagued continually with the savage attacks of some unknown disease such that he doesn't either suffer from the disease itself or else gloomily dreading it is not almost to despair.
1: Grums. He doesn't so, sound like some great person at all.
0: Indeed, but renowned historian Michael Wood says uh, that he must have been a tough, just and well-respected king because if he'd been a meek, hypochondriac Christian he'd never have survived. Yeah. Wouldn't have worked.
1: So oh, in this stage are we still... He's
0: at this stage he is now the heir to the throne in effect so two of his, three of his brothers are dead but one of them Ethelred the First, is king.
1: He's not unready.
0: That's not the unready one. No, this one is ready, he's doing the job. <laughs>
1: Fine. But religion wise, he's Christian. Is it a case that if one of the old religions, uh, one of the kings came back who was following the old religion? The pagans. Pagans, they're, they're knocking at the door. It'd quite, e- quite, quite, quite easily be. The I, I think at the this stage,
0: go. most of the Saxon kingdoms are now pretty much Christian. Now that Wessex is sort of quite oh, decided yeah. mercy, a bit okay. more Christianity now rules. But of course, the Vikings. Very much not yes. Christian. Yeah, they're not interested in that. And the okay. Vikings are a big threat at this point, mm. so they're fighting them all the time. Uh, Eight seven one. He's uh, still the heir to the throne at this point, but he's fighting all the time with his older brother. So they fight uh, battles at Reading, which we all recognise. With his brother. Yeah. Against his brother. No, with his brother. With his brother, as so in it. alongside. Yeah. His brother okay, not. Yeah, yeah. That would have been disastrous for Because like his he's fighting
1: with his brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there were some tomfoolery. <laughs> but okay, so when it became mortal, they were together. Yeah. Okay. Side by side against the Vikings. Right.
0: And uh, Alfred has a great uh, victory at a place called Ashdown, which is where they were going to fight the Vikings. And they were both meant to be leading bits of the army together. But his brother was busy taking mass. was in Catholic mass, and he wouldn't come out until it was done. No matter the Vikings were there, but he was like, no, I've got to finish mass and then I'll come out. So Alfred, all on his own, and his army. What was he doing that? Uh I guess he'd done it. ready. Or maybe just thought I'll do it after we dealt with the Vikings. Yes. So he goes uphill with a shield all and uh, pretty much takes them out and then Ithero comes along at the end, destroys a lot of them, and then they win. A glorious yeah. battle. So that's not
1: where he gets the great from yet though. No, that's the early signs of greatness. Okay. So it becomes known as the wild Al- ball Al- Al- ball Al- the Jewish down.
0: Uh, sorry. The wild boar of Ashdown, the Chronicles Gorman. Because he did fought he, so savagely.
1: Okay, did he have a boar on his banner, so to speak? I don't,
0: I'm not sure that the boar aspect was really very central to the okay. description. It was more of the
1: spirits. Mm. Did they have he, banners yeah. with all sorts of... Yeah, I don't know. Did they have banners in the Saxon period or would that have been a bit later? They'd have decorated Again, their Again, I'm just like going it, on actually. the cover of the CD of Bernard Cornwell. The C- I oh, got. see, I haven't even read <laughs> it. I have <laughs> It's it just long journeys. <laughs>
0: Who, right, wrote, who was reading it?
1: Um, I could tell you exactly what he looked like because it's on the back. <laughs> okay. But I couldn't tell you his name. He's quite annoying. Is he? Mm. If you're listening to this, it's brilliant and can I have some more CDs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got
0: a little a quote here about what it's actually like when they fight in these days because the, I always imagined it that there's just this long wall of people because that's what I see in the battle recreations. Yeah. And then they just have these Go great the wins and they run and, in and yeah. it's all quite good. Apparently, it's not so much like that, and it's often proved a slow and bloody game of attrition. So it wasn't so much uh, heroism and daring cavalry charges, but rather, they're completely surrounded, shields reach from the shoulder to the knee. so eventually someone will just get tired or fall over, or the spear will just get through, and then that person will fall over and someone else will kind of jostle in and take his place. So eventually one of the sides will just get destroyed too much or all the dead bodies that they're pretty much walking on will put them off a bit and they'll run away.
1: Oh my God. It's
0: quite a harsh and horrible uh, So even when you fall down,
1: if you're not mortally wounded, you're trampled to death?
0: Trampled to death or just walked over. So it's just lots of people on the ground, dead, dying or just a bit injured and people just scrambling over them, shields probably hitting them a bit. Shields and swords, everything going over them. It's pretty harsh. It's
1: horrid. Yeah. So you've got to go either go over the top. Now I do remember this one but in or or, or stabby legs. Yeah. And hope for a gap and then get in. Yeah. And do a bit.
0: So it's awesome. all a bit jiggery papery. Grim. Yeah. Anyway, they realise that things are a little bit difficult at this point. So although they win that one, they then lose another battle. So it's very much to and fro and they're kind of on the back foot. Okay. And Wessex is really the only place that's still Properly, so the Danes are up
1: in York still.
0: Up in York, they've taken mercy to an extent. London, all that stuff is really just Wessex that's holding on. Okay. So at a place called Swinborg, while they're resting from battle, he agrees with Ethelred the succession because Ethelred does actually have a baby son. Right. But they think it wouldn't really work if he had to become king when they're fighting the Vikings. Mm. So they agree that whichever one of them dies first, the other one will inherit everything. Yeah. Yeah, and then quite soon after that, uh, Ethelred does die after another battle. Suspicious?
1: Maybe. Is this one for our um,
0: scandal? I think it's more a case of the Vikings killing
1: him. Oh, right? Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> right. But it's worth trying to get any precious morsel of scandal <laughs> that we can from Alfred, because it's hard work.
1: Is this is this subject for a thesis? Uh, Alfred the Great, in fact, murdered his brother, and it wasn't. The I think it would be an original piece of work. So <laughs> I don't think anyone else has ever suggested. <laughs> okay. it. Damning,
0: right. So, uh, Alfred becomes king. Yeah. And he's now king. I was thinking it might be a better system, because you think to Richard the Third later, if they just said, look, Edward V, he's just a kid, let's just give it to Richard, mm. then he could have been this glorious uh, martyr rather than the guy that killed his nephew.
1: And you're, quite, yeah, and you're, um, still, you're still in the family, keeping it in the family. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I also wondered, what do you think... If you're the spare heir, what's <laughs> your reaction when your older brother has a child? Are you pleased because the country's got an heir, or do you think, oh, that's my... Yeah, bloody,
1: that's goes. my chances. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. I never really thought about it, to be honest. I reckon, Because
0: hmm. uh, in a sense, th- you are a spare heir.
1: Well, well, I'm the yeah, youngest brother, I suppose. Uh, hmm. Just think. I'll give you an answer by the end
0: Charlie <laughs> good. <laughs> what do you think on that. So Alfred comes in, he's king, everything's a bit on the brink of collapse. Northumbria and East Anglia are said already gone. Vikings are pretty much everywhere, and they've got a what's got a great summer army coming either i.e. they've sent loads more people. Yeah. So his first battle in charge, he's gonna fight the Vikings, he's gonna stave them off, and they get lost, they lose. Oh. lose quite badly. So he pays them to leave, which is a little bit what uh, Ethel II the Unready chap does and it's actually Alfred that kind of starts it off
1: oh dear yeah. they're only going to want more indeed so they, yeah. they
0: go off to Mercia for a bit in London manipulate the internal politics get things going but then a Viking chap called Guthrum comes along and in 876, 7 she storms into Essex with 120 ships lots more people coming but the storm takes him out the entire fleet oh a bit lucky for Old Wessex. 120 ships yeah and they all get taken
1: out Oh, that sounds awesome! <laughs> <laughs> that would have been brilliant. Uh, yeah, I mean, bad for Alfred, obviously. Alfie G. Oh well, no,
0: good for Alfred because the ships get taken out.
1: Yeah, yeah good that it happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bit like Spanish Armada. Mm.
0: God favours uh, England. Yeah, as we've all. Island nation, come to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so eight seven eight, Alfred's still there. He survived quite well, but he doesn't really use the peace to defend and defend the island to bring up his defences and to get everyone's loyalty. So he actually loses the support of all the nobles of the Eldermen and the Witan, which is this council that kind of prescribes mm. on things, betray him at Twelfth Night and they sort of unelect him. What? So they eventually, effectively kick him out. Right. So then he gets kicked out, so he's not really technically-ish king. And then the Vikings storm in and have pretty much taken over Wessex. So Alfred is just in the wilderness with a sort of band of... Literally in the wilderness, just wandering around. Literally in the wilderness. He goes off to Somerset and uh, he's in this place called Athelney, which is its kind quite, it's quite Arthurian, if you think. It's like this sort of misty, boggy place. Where it's a swamp, only, yes. It's a swamp. Yeah. Only get there by punt, mm. as a boat type thing. Um, you can only really find your way around if you know the area. And yeah, it's this really mystical place where lots of legend type things happen. And it's argued if he'd given up at this point... Then that would probably been it for an English-speaking nation because the Vikings would have just had the whole country. Yeah. So it's just him in the wilderness, and no one yeah. else.
1: Yeah. That's a bit. Somerset at the moment is all about water anyway, and it's just been drained. You can see how it would yeah. be mean exactly how that. Wonder what any connection with Glastonbury, and that sort of. It's that sort of area.
0: Yeah. I think I don't. I mean, it isn't Glastonbury, but that's yeah. definitely in the field of uh, mm. Mm. field of geography. As okay. it were in many ways that's a that is a geography tautology yeah and lots of mythological things can
1: happen such as the cakes did that happen is this a myth are we are we are what's you the cakes to debunker myth the cakes um he turns the oven on the wrong setting leaves it for too long <laughs> yeah. comes back he's watching Deal or No Deal and <laughs> they're burnt.
0: yeah and uh the chavvy, chavvy girl who's looking after is like oi yeah do what, you,
1: mate. what
0: are you doing with my cakes my bloody cakes mate yeah
1: or, uh, so that's true.
0: Equivalent. Well, yeah. It's uh, Apparently, it's an allegory for bad kingship because he took his eye off the ball during the piece right. and thus let his kingdom, his cakes,
1: burn. But are you gonna, you're going to tell me that he scrapes the black off and has is left with a lovely round cake?
0: But he takes it very humbly because they're uh, basically a peasant woman. He comes into our house, told to look after the cakes. He's got this whole, my god, the whole kingdom's destroyed thing. Doesn't really look at them, they burn and she shouts at him. And very humbly he says, oh, I'm sorry about that. Won't happen again. And it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, they've got a good communications network here. So they uh, contact all these other sort of lords and people all about. And um, after about seven weeks where he's been doing all these little raids and stuff to get some food and get some money, they emerge in 878 and they've got a whole Viking, a whole Viking, a whole army to take on the Vikings.
1: Who Alfred has?
0: Yes, because he's been communicating through these various networks to get lords... Kind of around the.
1: Yeah, but why are they back with him?
0: Well, no, these are ones who weren't actually at this council, so there are some who are still loyal. Okay. But once they realise that he's actually still there and he's going to fight on.
1: Uh, oh, okay. So he's got like an unofficial army. Yeah.
0: Which okay. builds and builds, so after seven weeks they come out, meet together at this one place, and then he's actually got force. Yeah. So he can try and take it back. Okay. And uh, so then they fight at a place called Eddington, fights Guthrum, and they beat them. They rout the Vikings. Excellent. So after being absolutely on the verge, come back, take them out.
1: Yeah, show them what for. Yeah,
0: and so what does he do to Guthrum after he captures him? let him go? Kind of. Uh, It would have been unchristian to have killed him. Yeah. Sounds very Christian. Very unpolitical as well. So instead he converts him to Christianity.
1: Oh, imagine you were given that option. Right, (laughs) (laughs) Guthrum. You you nasty Viking view. Do you want to be killed or convert? (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'll convert.
0: Well, it, now, Alfred's thought about this because a lot of Vikings in the past have thought about this option mm. and said, yes, I'll convert. But then a few years later, they just carried on as they were, which is. Which you would, yeah. Which you would, but for the Saxons, of course, in this sort of early British good sportsmanship, were very taken aback by this uh, false conversion. Right. So he gets all of the Viking leaders to convert as well, so it's not just Guthrum, but it's all of them, so they've all kind of invested in it. Did that work? It does because not only does he convert, but he makes him a kind of a Saxon prince in a certain area. So he's actually got Still got land. He's got land and he's got an investment in
1: supporting Alfred. That's much cleverer than him paying them before. Yeah. But was no option, I suppose.
0: He's learned from his lesson. Mm. Cakes he's aren't burning anymore. That's
1: that's a cake he's made. Yeah, burning there. So, so and then the cake.
0: Vikings go off to Mercia and then East Anglia, and now he needs to rebuild uh, Wessex, which has been ravaged with all these Viking attacks for the last sort of hundred years. Okay. Yeah so uh, what he does 880s he sort of takes control of West He's spreading their influence a little bit pushing the Vikings back uh, he sets up a bit of a navy builds cool. some ships gets them sending around so oh, they yeah. scout out the Vikings coming not on.
1: traditionally um, uh, naval folk, folk
0: indeed Yeah, as
1: compared to the Vikings where it's deep tradition
0: and it's quite important because the, the rivers I saw this actually on those uh, Norman season at the moment and they showed how rivers and stuff are different and the rivers went really, really far inland in terms of like depth in terms of how a ship could come. Yeah. So the Vikings could easily went oh, yeah, the all yeah. the way in. Yeah. So yeah. Alfred's now got a few ships. So the Victorians love Alfred, so they think he's the founder of the Royal Navy. Okay. Which isn't quite true. No. And nevertheless he built some ships. Yeah. We like that. And the main thing <laughs> he does, he sets up things called Burrs, B U H R, which are like defensive town centres.
1: As in the end of a, a name? You have like middlesburgh. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Right.
0: So what they are is it means that you're never more than 20 miles from one of these burrs. So it's not just a fortress like the Romans used to build, but it's like an, actually a fortified town, so it also has a market and an economy and it trades. Yeah. So they're all interlinked and connected to each other.
1: And you had burghers of the city? Mm,
0: right.
1: yeah.
0: Okay. So that means that if the Vikings come along and attack one, then it won't take very long for them to spread the message and get reinforcements. And yeah. hopefully it's well enough fortified that they can hold them off in the meantime.
1: Yes, and it's not gonna be a, a wrong stone. Rolling Stone's war.
0: And he's got loads of these and they had quite a big impact, like Winchester, Southampton, Bath, Hastings and London, which he rejuvenates. They're all originally Alfred's Burrs. So he's got he's got London back? Oh yeah, he gets London back, yeah. It was originally it's there are lots of bits of London, so there's Londinium, which is the Roman bit that yeah. they kind of abandoned. And then there's another bit, which yeah. saxony wexney people mm. are in. But yeah, he, he takes that back a little bit later. Legend? Yeah, and some of the town layouts still uh, still survive today, but not the buildings themselves. No. And in fact, there's one place called Wareham, where it was actually used again in the Second World War. They rebuilt the uh, the mounds in case no. there was an invasion. That so is Alfred's cool. Alfred's defensive systems were even in use Second that World War. That is very, very cool. Points on the border Was there. that Wareham? Wareham, I don't know
1: oh he's going to get batting less points
0: for that yeah. and it also he's clever because he splits the army service so part of the time people with the army part of the time they're on the farms which means that you've always got food mm. and you've always got people are going to go
1: off home for
0: harvest yeah but some people will be on the farms some oh, will be on okay. the service so they're yeah. on a rolling kind of a rolling contract so it happens so when 885 the Vikings attack Rochester and it works initial defences hold off the Vikings and then uh, Alfred arrives and sees them off Excellent. the Vikings don't know what's in them
1: Yeah, and Alfred
0: that's, indeed, and that's kind of pretty much it to an extent and he's then starting to unite Ireland so all the subservient kings of all the other kingdoms all pledge their loyalty to Alfred so although he's not technically king of England he's sort of king of the Anglo-Saxons Right. so he's a little bit more than just a bretbald where he's kind of properly
1: yeah, he's getting the, uh, yeah. the nation together
0: and as well as all this defensive stuff he's also very concerned about religion and culture Right. So as he said, he's a very spiritual person. And this was a time where they didn't believe in luck. They thought everything happens for a reason. So if something happens, it's because God's been an active player in the events. And this is a time where saints are walking the earth. Miracles happen and people believe it. Yeah. So he thinks we've got to do stuff. And he deli- uh, as we said, we've had the Dark Ages. Yeah. So reading and all that sort of stuff has really gone out of the window, thanks to the Vikings. So the monastery a bit rubbish, apparently... Handwriting, translations, all that stuff. Not very good. So if he's got this complicated system of birds, you've got to administer it. So you need people Ooh, to yes, so and you read need to, yes. and write okay. and add up and stuff. So he has a bit of a cultural revolution, so he encourages all these scholars from across the country and across Europe to come to court. And then they set up all these uh, systems of oh, things good. which they get translating. And he learns subjectionist points. Indeed. So, yeah. so he learns Latin himself, so he can translate these great works like the Romans and past gone ages and then he can send it out to like his administrators and his monks and stuff and then they'll spread the word and they'll know how to govern well.
1: Why do they choose Latin as opposed mm. to old English? Why weren't they writing old English out of choice? If he, if he spoke mm. already. Um,
0: well I mean he's translating it from Latin into English. Oh okay, right. So, so he, that yeah, people can understand it. But he couldn't speak Latin originally, so he had to learn that. Okay. Which I think is quite an effort mm. for a king to do. So he actually translates lots of things himself. And he commissions the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, which is like the big source that says everything that happened. Right. Which, if you did history at secondary school, it would have been in the textbooks, and you'll have a little quote about the Battle of Hastings at the bottom that said Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. And so he commissions it.
1: What, on a rolling basis, to like a constant history book, like a wisdom annual (laughs) 900? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Okay, well, ten points to him for his cultural stuff. Yeah,
0: and uh, so later years, it's all pretty safe. There's another invasion of the Vikings have but doesn't work very well and his son Edward helps push some of them back. More on him next time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and the Vikings basically can't do it anymore and they can't take out the burr system because there's no big battles anymore. It's just lots of little networks that they keep getting harried out of so they can't really get, uh, get um, effort right. in.
1: Yeah, because they very much depended on a sort of Nazi-esque blitzkrieg approach with big raids yeah yeah.
0: and they're also kind of opportunists really they don't try and take on a big strong army they try and just get in there raid out little people Blow them down yeah mm. rape and pillage their way out <laughs> but they can't do it anymore
1: no no more raping for you Mr Viking yeah I've got my burr <laughs> so how are we going to score him then
0: well yeah onto the scoring then because that's it he dies in 899 very sadly
1: that's an easy date to remember
0: yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, he nearly gets into the 10th century, Yeah. which would have been nice. Yeah. Probably. I don't know yeah. if
1: it would have meant anything to him at the time, but <laughs> in hindsight... In hindsight, i like, oh, just stay on. It would have been great. Okay, so we've got
0: battliness. Battliness and warfare. What are your thoughts? Well, what are your thoughts? You've been listening. Okay, I've been
1: listening. I'd say he's um displayed initial promise with mm. his uh, pig impression up the hill. Yeah. Um... Uh, then he is burning cakes not so good. Tactical with his burr system. Hmm. So if we're going out of ten. Ah. Hmm. It's not there's no big there's no big battles that he's got his name to though. That's the problem, there's the Ashdown which is
0: when he's technically prints. Although yeah. I don't think they had prints, there's really just the one at Eddington when he comes back out of the marshes. As his one victory, and after that, there's no big exciting no.
1: Although he is facing the Vikings, which is pretty cool. Yeah, should we give him a five?
0: It's tricky because he subdued, he subdued the Vikings in a clever tactical way, mm. but it means that he never really has big battles that are exciting and
1: fun. Yeah, and he's a, and for a man called Alfred the Great, he's now in no way wet. Let's get this right, clear. He's been in a shield wall. And I... With his crones um, uh, yeah. playing up. Yeah, and I, Exactly. <laughs> All and the crones. <laughs> and I work in an office. And one is significantly more brave than the other. But, having said that, it's not like he's Richard the Lionheart going in there and having a bit of bloodlust. Yeah. Which is um, what you imagine of a medieval king. He's a bit too pious, perhaps, But He's a pious chap. Um I am I, settling on a five. Five out of ten. Yeah, because we're going to get into um, all the Georges, which is pretty. Isn't they're not really going to be yeah. that good. Well, that is a bit. Like, anyway, that's another time.
0: I'm going to give him a six. I think. Okay, I think six. He deserves because it's it's not as fun, but it's tactically impressive. Okay. That he that's gets. Quite yeah, five and a six.
1: Should we settle on five point five? Is this going
0: to get confusing? Well, we could just add them up and make it out twenty, couldn't we? Oh good.
1: God, that's very good. Yeah,
0: Just
1: thought this through.
0: Scandal and notoriety
1: killed his bloody brother, didn't it? <laughs> <Well, yeah. God. laughs> it depends
0: how you're going to interpret it. But i think him
1: a lot. That's that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. He um, now, if this Bernard Cornwell book is to believe, uh-huh. d- um, although he was very Christian, mm-hmm. he couldn't help having it away.
0: Well, this is, this is the one spark that we have, because generally he's very pious, very Christian, very just. Um, to the extent that people come up to him with like legal issues right. and he makes a sound judgement at the time, and he stops everything and gives a judgement. So right. he's very just, but he was a bit promiscuous, we think, in his youth. Like a, a ladies' man. He has, he has a real hang-up about carnal lust. <laughs> Don't we all <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. but he was he didn't like it, so he there was a sense that maybe his illness might actually have come from some kind of sexual thing or that might have been one of his illnesses. Oh right. So to the extent that after he's had his children, he's said to give and sex up altogether.
1: There's something up.
0: Exactly. There. I saw um, there's a film Time Band, it's a Terry Gilliam film. Yeah. Um, which I didn't really like, but it has its moments, mainly in cameos by ex Pythons. Mm. And there's a Michael Palin one where he's this kind of really uh, wet chap who comes back to reclaim his love. So he returns and then she says, oh, you're back. Yes, "Yes, I'm back. And your personal problem? Oh, much, much better. Yes. So you don't have to wear the special. No, I don't have to wear the special
1: (laughs) anymore. Well, on that basis alone... So I reckon there's something there that no one would ever talk about. And if it
0: ever came near conversation, he'd sort of twitch and shake his head a bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. And he was writing the books. Everybody knew, but no one ever mentioned Mm. it. Mm. Okay, so killed his brother, (laughs) riddled with STDs, (laughs) um,
0: and had a grotesque sexual ailment. Yeah.
1: uh, Okay. So,
0: although, on the other hand, probably not any of them.
1: Or and didn't kill his brother. Can we should look at a two or a three for a probable scandal? Yeah. Because we're going we're gonna to get into... We're going into uh, some, some pretty, pretty serious, bad scandalous stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm going
0: to give him a two. Because okay. I think I'm being fanciful with my... Uh, yeah,
1: I'll go two. He didn't really kill his brother. No, Don't worry.
0: But he might have done.
1: Yeah, I'll just leave it there as a little idea out right there.
0: That's four out of ten for Scandal and Notoriety. Not so great. Four out of s- twenty. Oh yeah, four out of twenty. Yeah, yeah. That's even worse. Yeah. That's subjectivity would you have wanted to have been subject to King Alfred?
1: How are we going to do this now? Definitely not.
0: Well, in a sense, any time before no. now would be worse than now.
1: Yeah, but any time before...
0: Particularly in the Saxon era.
1: Before his reign compared to after his reign.
0: Well, see, that's what I think. Or well, before his reign and then during his reign yeah. once he got
1: settled. Although that that's going to be easier... Early. Again, this probably probably sort of this out, but that's going to be easier when there wasn't much change. But if you're looking at... Elizabeth II. Hmm. Tricky, because much better now. Yeah, than before. Well, okay. Yeah, that's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just working it through. Okay, Okay, that works. Um, So uh, for Alfred,
0: he's very just. He's pious. So he didn't kill Guthrum. He did clever stuff. He sets up the birds, which not only keep out the Vikings, but also that's obviously towns that trade. Yeah,
1: that that alone, I think, is is a high scorer. The
0: cultural stuff.
1: That's, is a, and he's,
0: that's been centuries of neglect, really, particularly the last hundred years.
1: Yeah, and and we haven't yet mentioned his uh, Second World War kudos. Second World War, yes. I think it's high. I, I think it's I think too, he's uh, very high. I'm going
0: eight. Well, I mean, that is high.
1: That is high. Well, who who's who can you can compare that to? Indeed. A lasting impression. Uh, yeah, what were you, you going for? Well, I
0: might even advance on eight, because I think it's so, from where he takes it, where, and there's a point at which, basically, if he gives up, then the whole country, as we know it, would never have happened. Yeah. And it would have been fair enough if he'd given up, because some of the other kings in the other kingdoms where they kind of didn't go off into exile
1: were uh, blood-eagled. Oh, that's so, grim. You remember what that is? Oh, horrible. Gone. Is it, is it not you slice their back, pull the lungs out of the back, and hang them in a tree? Yeah. Oh, my God. While,
0: while alive or while in the process of dying horribly. Oh. So that's what happened to some of the kings that fought back.
1: So the choice is having your lungs pulled out of your back Yeah. or having the equivalent of an Arndale centre built for you in a nice defensive town, yeah. Lakeside. I'll go with Lakeside, I'll oh, score an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you going for, nine? I'm
0: bro? going for nine. I think he really he does a good job. It would have been much good job, better Alfie. to have been king. Under Alfred than anything that's okay. gone before. Okay. What are you doing for? I'm still, so I'm, sticking eight. Eight. Yeah, I'm sticking with eight. I um, think better might come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got some facty ones. Longevity. How many years? Twenty nine. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Which is not bad yeah. for a Saxony time, especially if you consider all of his brothers predeceased him. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Yeah. Or okay. pop, 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 pop.
1: <laughs> yes, right. As it were. Um, what, and number of children.
0: Children. He has five children.
1: Is that good? I don't know what's good for that time. It's not too bad. He can count his brothers, I suppose. That's well, a, yeah. That's pretty...
0: Similar. And he had a sister as well, so his dad had six. But it's not too bad. His son inherits... Well, he must have done <laughs> Sorry. His son, uh, Edward, takes the throne after him, which is what you want. You've got a son that inherits the kingdom. Yeah. Um, he's also got a sister. Edward's got sister Ethel uh who is very powerful in Mercia, plays quite a big role. So his children do quite a lot and okay. take on. So it's not it's not too bad. It's not the best, this, no. but it's five. Not bad. Yeah. He's
1: bad. For right. someone for someone with his voracious appetite. Indeed, not the best. Although but... his
0: voracious appetite, and yet again, he then gave it up. Yeah. Imagine what he could have achieved had he not. <laughs> Although maybe he wasn't able to. Uh, yeah. Scandal was notching up yeah. So <laughs> there he is That's Alfred
1: what, what have we got? What's We've scores?
0: got Scores in the doors battleness and some warf, uh, Warfairy stuff 11 out of 20 Not bad Pretty good But not enough big battles To really score highly Yeah. Scandal and notoriety 4 out of 20 Our imaginations Aside He was not just very pious Yeah uh, Subjectivity We gave that 17 out of 20 That's a big hitter That's a big hitter he does well. Longevity, twenty eight years, five children.
1: And so are we gonna are we gonna the total
0: these? Biggie. The Biggie is Let's see what you... does he
1: have the Rex factor? Undoubtedly. Yes. He's Alfred the Great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only the Great Yeah in I uh, mean, English history. As we've analyzed it, you can make your own mind up whether he think he had that certain something. But I think given his name and how it's lasted and what I now know he's set up, definitely, yeah. he's got Rex Factor.
0: It's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Are we going to total those scores? Uh, we could do. Which yeah. ones? Just we, the three or the...? With
0: Well, the whole lot. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. And then then right, can... that's 11, 15, oh, 32, it's 65.
1: Out of... we don't know. It's well, just 65. Te- technically it <laughs> could be anything. Yeah, so but it's a no 65. Yeah.
0: 65 points, and he's got the Rex Factor. That's good. Well done Alfred the Great. That's well done a, Alfred. That's a
1: good start. So next time we have Edward. Next time Edward the
0: Elder, the son of Alfred the Great. That did stick, that name. Edward the Elder. Well, uh, uh, Edward. Edward. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> yeah. 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 That did stick. And quite a lot of Æthelflader, Lady of Mercia, his sister.
1: Okay, did they do some sort of timeshare? Yeah, a bit of
0: a timeshare system okay. going on there. bit of a right. uh, brother sisterly alongside with fighting this.
1: Good, alright, well um see you next time hopefully and we'll uh, yeah. do everything. Thanks for listening. And
0: if you want to get in touch with us you can now email us Oh yes,
1: A bit of housekeeping
0: at uh, Podcast at Hotmail dot com Podcast one word at hotmail dot com. It's would, easy enough. Would have just been RexFactor but someone had already taken RexFactor at Hotmail dot com.
1: Someone else doing this?
0: Well, maybe. Maybe we'll find out which up. We should email them.
1: (laughs) Email them and say, you know, can you hand this over? Or maybe
0: don't, because then they would have both the email address and the podcast, and then we'd have nothing.
1: Don't email them. Email us. Okay, we've got that. hotmail (laughs) dot com. Yes. Cheerio. Goodbye.